Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Celtics tonight presented by Lexus continues from the Garden. It's the Game 4 edition. Our conversation with the head coach, Doc Rivers, brought to you by Harvard Pilgrim Healthcare, making healthcare work better. Visit letstalkhealthcare.org. You said something interesting, as you often do, about (laughs) milking the lead. You don't think that I study the things that you say, but that's part of my job to do that. I went back. It was about playing with the lead in the fourth quarter, and I look back at the Cleveland game here early in the year, the game that everybody remembers that Kyrie Irving won. And Cleveland was very small in the final few minutes of that game, and you made the point that holding a fourth-quarter lead is much different when the other team is bigger or smaller. Yeah, because the smaller teams are going to be aggressive. They're going to score. I mean, that's what they're on the floor for, to, to create quick scoring opportunities, and you have to continue to score. I think you have to do that all the time, uh, personally. I, I, it's funny, before the series, I told our, game, our, our guys that one problem we've had all year is we stop running through the game. You have to run through the game. You can't uh, sit on leads, and, and uh, we're just not good enough to do that. And so hopefully that's a lesson for us. Is milking the clock in the NBA on offense the prevent defense in the NFL? Yeah, uh, it's worse to me. <laughs> it really is because – uh, you're guaranteeing you're not going to score most of the time. And it's just a tough way to play. And then, to me, what happens is then the game gets close and it's tough for you to get back in that urgency way of playing. Right, another national TV triple-double for Rondo, and everyone went crazy. And there was a stretch, obviously, early in the fourth quarter. It was one of those that we've seen from him when we think of Rondo at his best, where he was just completely in control of the game. What characterizes those stretches for him as opposed to like the first half on Friday night when he's not really dominant? You know, it, it's, Rondo's got a tough job, uh, and it's because of he has a lot of good players on his team, and it's also because of who he is as a player. You know, when you're not a great shooting point guard, uh, the best time, the most valuable you are is when you have the ball in your hand. And when you don't have the ball in your hand, you have to cut, move, and keep the team in rhythm. That's a difficult job to do, and he's always walking the fine line. And I just thought in the first half he was so concerned with not getting in the way. Uh, I told him, you're getting in the way. You know, we need you to be the attack, Rondo, that you've been the last month. Conventional wisdom, which is we often find useless, says you need a strict eight- or nine-man rotation to win in the playoffs. But circumstances here, and you know, you're going to have Avery and you're going to have Ray here at least at the start, and this may not be one of those nights, but are you comfortable enough with Keon, with Sasha, with Marquise in this environment that's ahead of you that this may not be the conventional eight- or nine-man rotation? Yeah, I don't think it is. You know, I would love it to be. Uh, you know, you need a couple things to, to have eight or nine. Number one, you need health. Number one, number two, you need separation. You need players to separate themselves from each other. So it, it's not close enough where you would be tempted. But we have a team. You know, we have veterans like Keon who will be ready. Marquise played in game two, and he was terrific. Sasha. So we have guys. We have a, a, a team that is capable of playing and not playing and still playing well when they come in. And with young players, you often don't know what you're going to get in the playoffs, which is one of the reasons, to me, I've been so intrigued by what Jeff Teague 
has done here. You you all, you see different guys, different side of personalities of players, I think, when you get into the playoffs. And sometimes you expect younger players to fade away, and sometimes they get better. Yeah, he's getting better. I do think the circumstances has helped him yeah. uh, because with all the injuries, he's pretty much what he wants to be now, and that is a scoring point guard. You know, when he has all the players on the floor, he has to try to run the game and, and run the team, and that's more difficult. So I think right now he's very comfortable being a scoring point guard. My partner's never been a big fan of guys who uh, kind of stay in the league maybe after the peak of their powers. I don't know really why. Maybe he felt he didn't. But to watch, you know, Tracy McGrady isn't the 32-point-a-game guy. Obviously, he was when you knew him best, when you had him in Orlando. But to me, there's something almost, I don't want to say inspiring. That's overstating it. It about is. But, but yeah, any, that's why I chose not to use that <laughs> word, and I said it was overstating it. But you know exactly what I'm getting at, which is I, I really enjoy seeing a veteran like Tracy McGrady trying to make his game fit into this team and try to try to get where he's never been before in that second round. Yeah, a, and he's still really good, yeah. you know, and I, I agree with you. I've always – I've never gotten why a guy who used to be great but is now just good has to retire. You know, uh, I would take good over over, you know, all the time, you know, and so, but there's a lot of guys that feel that way. They feel like guys should just retire. I've never believed that. Does that mean you'll still coach when you're no longer great? Yeah, exactly. I have to get to great first. That's the first step. Game four is next on the WEI Celtics Radio Network. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.